We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got the Brooklyn uh, zip-up on. Going to Barclays tonight to watch Golden State get smashed by the Nets. They better, man. The uh, Nets no better Clay smash Thompson, him. no Steph Curry. No Andrew Wiggins. No Wiggy Wiggs. Yep. And, uh, of course, you know, if Golden State's going to have any self-respect after the beatdown last night to the Knicks, maybe they play ball tonight. Or they all went in the city last night and partied. Well, you know they did that. <laughs> that is uh, that is a fact, we, Jack. We as New Yorkers, take a step back for a second. We sort of get screwed with the scheduling. Because Steph is hurt, we don't get him at the Garden last night. No, we we don't get him in Brooklyn tonight. And even though that could turn into a Nick win and it better turn into a net win. Well, it did turn into a Nick win. That's and your right. first win against the Warriors in a decade at the Garden, it does kind of stink that we don't get to see one of the world's greatest players in New York City this season. We have to admit that, right? So, uh, Slightly? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody wanted to see him. And Clay's out tonight, too. Uh, a couple things. People are sending me photos of uh, Correa's beautiful wife mm-hmm. as a WAG Wednesday candidate. Ah, uh, certainly consider that. No problem with that. And I think this is something that should probably. Two other things, real quick, to put out there. Number one, um, it's a very good point. How does Steve Cohen not win Pulse of the People this year? Yeah, I think he has become oh, a lock. I think Hal Stockbrenner probably gets a couple votes on oh, that, too. stop it. Right? The big uh, flex from Italy with the pump? Nah, because here's the problem. And you said this at the time. You were right. Resigning Judge was awesome. It was great. It was necessary. But eventually, it was going to kind of rub off. You know, it was going to run out. They did sign Carlos Redon. Great move. But I think to many Yankee fans, they need more. I don't think most Yankee fans, you know, are apologists for Cashman the way Big Mac are, who just sit back and say, oh, gee golly, we'll be great. I think there's a lot of Yankee fans saying, we better do something. Well, they got Rodon, the best rotation in baseball on paper. They did, but they that. didn't improve their offense. And I think there are a lot of Yankee fans who say, you got to improve it. As you know, we got to wait till Memorial Day weekend to find out who the uh, nominees are for the Pulse of the People. Um, and this guy checks in on Twitter. Uh, guys, we're trying to call in, uh, talking about Christmas gifts and the back and forth with you guys. Uh, need some help, Craigie. I'm newly engaged since July, so what, six months or so. I'm getting married next July, 2023. Do I get a pass on a Christmas gift for my fiance, or do I have to get her one? Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what you do? Get her something you like. You know, honey, guess what? <laughs> I got us two tickets to opening day at City Field. I got us two tickets to see Aaron Boone's press conference. Yeah. Think, <laughs> the Aaron Boone's press well, conference. Well, that's going to kill three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he's talking about Judge. Um, yeah, so you got to get her a gift, dude. Come on, you know better than that. It's a silly question. Do you, do you remember a guy by the name of David Axelrod? Yes, I do. He ran Obama's campaign. No, I don't. Candidate Obama, then President Obama. I know. I want to say and he works. He works he for CNN. Guy? Yeah, he works on CNN. Yeah, I've seen. The I've guy. never seen him on TV. I just know him as a political. I, guy. I know. He, he does all the election stuff. I guess I want to say I know the, the name. But, well, uh, forget the, forget being on CNN. Nobody cares about that. He was a well, political I think that's strat- how more people would know him than he the guy who ran the Obama con- campaign. Bro, he was a political consultant know, but for we a guy that TV. won the We're not involved in the Obama. Nobody watches CNN, dude. Okay, what are you talking about? Anyhow. I think more people... Never mind. Right, whatever. Okay. David Axelrod is a former senior advisor to the president. All right. All right. David Axelrod wakes up this morning. 
on the morning where the Mets signed Carlos Correa and tweets this garbage. As a kid growing up in New York City, I loved the Mets because they were plucky underdogs. Now they're the team anyone who loves baseball should not root against, should root against with a disreputable owner who is so blatantly trying to buy a title that you have to hope he fails. This is a clown tweet by Mr. Axelrod. Well, I read it. Because it's so stupid. <laughs> Sometimes you hear things, Craig, that are dumb, yeah. like the gibberish from John Heyman last night with the article he wrote about Jake and Justin. But yeah. I mean, just be, and I attacked him on Twitter. I don't have to do it on the nice air. Shot. I did it. I did it. But it's just so foolish. It's fun. I mean, what are we talking about? You claim you were a Met fan and you loved them? Yeah. When they were the plucky little so underdogs? So like the Mets when the Yankees, in theory, were outspending the Mets? And you complained about how you wanted an owner to spend money to at least keep up or surpass the Yankees? And you finally got one who does it? And now you don't want to root for him? That's for gazing. It's ridiculous. It is. That's silly. MLB tried. It's just uh, it's a guy just trying to get attention. I, and you gave it to him. I gave it to him. No, I admit yeah. I gave it to him because it, it, it pissed me off. Like, come uh, on, man. You get pissed off by things like that. You know, things that bother you too much, I think. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You're actually right. You know, like, eh, some jerk off on Twitter. Who cares? What no, you're right. Like, I, I wasn't even. Oh, my even... God. Some guy that worked for Obama says so what? You're right. Because, like, last night, I wasn't even pissed at John Heyman. I just kind of mocked him a little bit when yeah, I, I saw that. You're like, how come you didn't rip Bud DeGrom when he was here? What, you didn't go on your podcast? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I did like that. Because <laughs> it's probably accurate. Ooh, you don't like his politics? Oh, no. Jake oh, didn't no. want to wear a mask. Oh, my God. Uh, he didn't? I don't know. I think that's what who John has implied. Wear. I think John has said that, that uh, Jake oh. uh, did not like the COVID policies. So because of that. By the way, did anybody like them? We followed them, most right, of us. Right. Uh, but nobody liked them. No, I get Walking you. around outside with a mask on. It's so stupid. <laughs> right? But we did it because we were told we had to. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I know this. I got a big football game tomorrow night. A big football game a big tomorrow. Big football night. game tomorrow night. Are you coming? Because I know your kids no, are coming. My kids I'll be are going, in the I'm not going. No, I got. I'm an adult. I'm responsible. You don't want to hang out with me. That's what I, I'd love to hang out with you. The more I get to spend time, I spend with you, the better. <laughs> uh, but my children are going to be with uh, Uncle Evan. Yes. So my son can sit there and talk basketball with you all night. No, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's what he wants to I do. love the NBA. I love hoops. I love watching the Knicks and Nets. With you. We are not talking hoops during no. a Thursday night game. Anthony, I'm sure he'll hang out with Jet. Good. Uh, it's all good, man. Yeah. Our buddy, the... our buddy Richie was kind enough to invite you and your kids and yeah. my kids. And uh, listen, it's going to be a nasty night weather-wise. Although, yeah, how about this? So it's going to be like mid-50s to, uh, tomorrow, they claim. You know, by game time, I'm sure high 30s, low 40s, whatever it is. Saturday, New York City, 5 degrees. Yeah, it's dropping like crazy. Like what? I was reading in the NFL over the weekend, there are six games in the NFL where the how it feels temperature, not the actual temperature, but this is how cold it's going to feel. Yeah. There are six games with temperatures in single digits or below. I never quite understood that. What, the how it feels That's temperature? Said it yeah, I've never understood it either. Yeah, I never understood I never the, heard the, you know, the how, the how it feels. feels. The actual it feels. Isn't that what the temperature always it's is? It's 25 degrees, but it yeah. feels like. Yeah, with yeah. the wind chill, it feels okay. like. No, the so how it feels. The how it feels temperature. temperature. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris Rodney, tomorrow morning on Channel 2, can you give us the how it feels temperature, please? I described it accurately. Yeah, Mary Calvin, can you help us out within Scarsdale? The how it feels temperature is 9. Oh, but it's really 47. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm right. Uh, like Iggs, for example, never made sense in me. Chicago. Yeah, go when the Bills sure. take on the Bears, the actual temperature is going to be about 15 degrees. Yeah, but the how it feels temperature is going to be what negative 11. So isn't that the temperature? No, that's how it feels. Thus, that's the temperature. <laughs> you know, I was going to wear this jacket, but it does. You know, it only feels like 10 below. It's really 45. Yeah, but you remember at the old vet? <laughs> so stupid. Remember when you played baseball for the Phillies? Yes. So it would be the opposite. It's 95 degrees, but on the field, Hotter. it feels like 112. Yeah, because you could see the heat coming off because there was cement under the eighth of an inch of turf. Right. True story. So there you go. I once kicked a 50-yard field goal in that building. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. In the cold weather. I didn't say it was cold. Oh, okay. Maybe no. that's what I thought. I, when I used to, you know, I was the Eagles beat reporter. On Fridays, uh, you could go out on the field and mess around. So I went out on the field, and I kicked a 50-yard field goal. And no one signed you? No. That's a dude, a fifty yard field goal, especially yeah. back then? Yeah. You tell me that wasn't impressive? I was impressed by myself. No team said, hey, whoa. Hey, no, hey. I mean no team was videotaping my workout. <laughs> yeah. Ray Rhodes is like, get off the field. I got, like, oh, yes, sir. No problem. I apologize. But you know, you, you know Mike Leach, when he was like, I think at Texas Tech. Uh, you know, that's how they got their place kicking. You know that story? Why? Because you saw him kicking? No, so no joke. Uh, I think it was Texas Tech. You can spot check me on that. So, you know, sometimes they'll bring a random kid out of the out of the stands and, hey, if you can make a field goal, you win like a $1,000 scholarship or your Dr. Pepper, whatever it is, right? So, no joke, Evan, they brought a kid out under the guise of he could win a prize. And, and that's, that's what, what it was. was. Mike Leach happened to be watching. Yep. He's the head coach. Kid goes out there like a sophomore or something, goes out there, pop, 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 kicks it dead center through the uprights, 40 yards to spare. Right. I mean, drilled it, right? Mike Leach gives the kid a scholarship on the spot. Wow. He became their place kicker for the next, I honestly don't know how long, year, two, whatever it is. Right. Never missed an extra That's point. amazing. Look it up. That's okay. It could have been you. It's when he was at Texas Tech. It was Texas yeah. Tech. I mean, that could have been you. Is that like a great story, though? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, could have been me. By the way, I'm looking at updated weather forecast. Vincent Von Vincent said it to me for tomorrow night oh, in East Rutherford. Oh, bring him in here real quick. Let me grab him for me. There's a wind advisory. He's not here. There's going to be. Here. He doesn't work on Wednesday. He doesn't work on Wednesday. There's going to be. He was here. No. Who did? You just came in and said, Paulie, A.K. Vincent's here. That's what you just You're said. right, I did, but he maybe went to the bathroom. I don't oh. I don't see him out there now. Oh, oh I, I didn't know he was working today. Yeah, he's he, always working. He's he got nothing broke, better to do. He broke the Carlos Correa story he did. on the fan. With eight seconds of silence. And then he uh, didn't know how to, he didn't know what to say. Dude, he, he according to his weather report he sent me, and it's accurate, there are going to be winds tomorrow night in East Rutherford about 20 to 30 miles per hour with yeah. gusts up to 55, and that the second half of the game could feature a driving rainstorm. Maybe I shouldn't let my kids drive to the game. Well, how do you feel about that as a dad? I gotta let my kids, you know, live. How old is uh, Sonny? Uh, Twenty-one. No, I'm, you're the dad. My kid's six. What the hell do I know? So he's not driving. No, I'm driving. I'm a man. grown damn man. Well, you might want to let him drive. But you know what's funny? My mom and my yeah. dad, but mostly yeah. my mom, will call me saying, "Are you sure you want to go to that Jets game?" Because she has the forecast. Not for nothing. So no matter how old you are, you're always concerned about your kids. I bet you your mom would call you too, Craggy. No. No, although my mom, my mom is concerned that I have a jacket. It's a strange thing, right? Because it's important. Yes. She's right. To the point where, like, she calls my sister every day and says he doesn't have a jacket. 
he needs a jacket. Send him a jacket. And I got a jacket last night in the mail. And it's because my mom watches the show. <laughs> and obviously I'm not wearing a jacket on TV because I'm indoors. And she's concerned for me. Hi, Mom, if you're watching right now. Hello. She's concerned for me that I don't have a jacket because she never sees me in a jacket. I understand it. So. I'm right with what I'm she saying. She sent me a jacket. Because no matter how old you are as I'm a mom 45 or dad, years old. Right. And my mom sent me a jacket. Damn right. <laughs> And she's right. True story. Yes. Yeah. So no matter how old your son is or how old I am, parents are going to be concerned about driving in a windstorm. I'm going to let them drive anyway. Yeah, good job. Yeah, tell them to drive slow. That's all. That's it. Drive slow. The Elantra holds up great in bad weather, by the way. Does it? Yeah. The engineers of Hyundai deserve a medal. Hmm. That bad boy gets me. Boop, 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 boop. How do you think Zach's going to play in a driving rainstorm with winds of 40 miles an hour? I think he's going to excel. <laughs> <laughs> is he? I think the weather plays perfectly for him because he's going to have to yeah. run the ball. I well, I, I he's got I'm the arm that throws through the wind, a, and he's got a gun. That's not the problem. Yeah, I think Zach Wilson's going to have the game of his life. And you think Trevor struggles? And I think Trevor Lawrence. It's tough to know, but I he's know got that a good arm too. It, it's tough to know. But Trevor Lawrence played know. in a rainstorm against the Eagles earlier this season. That was and terrible. Was the, they turned the ball over five times. Yeah, I, I think the weather benefits the Jets. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're going to win, but. And by the way, it's a playoff game for both of them. No doubt. If the Jaguars lose, I mean, I guess Tennessee could lose. It stays the same. But it makes it very hard for them to win the division. Tennessee's playing the Texans. Now, it does feel like a playoff they, game. They do end the season against one another, so keep that in the back of your mind, kind of like Jets and Dolphins. But I really think it's a playoff game. If the Jets lose, they're not making the playoffs, in my opinion. If the Jets win, when you consider the fact that New England's playing Cincinnati, mm -hmm. Miami's playing the suddenly kind of hot Packers, the Jets win this game, they they could actually get back to the seventh the spot. The Jets are still alive. Let's make that clear. When you look at, forget about the way they played. Forget and about take you the think about Zach. out of it. No, no, forget that. You're 100% right. As long as they win, they're within a game of Miami. And if they beat Miami, they pass them because of the tiebreaker. And like you said, if New England loses and the Jets win, you pass New England. Yeah. You are right. The but Jets, if you lose, you, I mean, it's, right. it's over. If you lose, I think it's over, too. The Jets very well could wake up Monday morning in the seventh spot. Right. 100%. Because now, they still won't have accomplished anything yet because you do have that Dolphin game right. looming and Seattle's going to be a tough out. But think about this. Even if you get random help, like Miami loses to Green Bay, something like that, New yeah. England loses to Cincinnati, if the Jets lose to Jacksonville, they're both 7-8, and eight, and Jacksonville has the tiebreaker on right, you. Which is so, why you're done. Right, so you invite more teams. Like, the Raiders win, they're 7-8. and eight. Like, you're inviting more yeah. teams into this race. So, look... Jets have to win. It's just it's as simple as that. Yeah. And if they win, they have a shot. Like the playoff dream yeah, is not over to win yet. Because if they lose, you know the the double loss to New England kills them. No, then done. you have a loss to Jacksonville kills you. Right, but just remember done. this, Craig. On Monday, when we were talking about that loss, I brought up the Atlanta game in 2009, the game against the Falcons that they lost 10-7. Yeah, defense yeah, with the three interceptions. Right. Okay, we brought that up. Defense played great until the final drive. Tony Gonzalez in the end zone. What's beautiful about that game is it dropped the Jets to 7-7. Seven and seven. Sound familiar? The head coach, Rex Ryan, at the time set up. I guess we're, we're missing done. the playoffs. Wow. And then they responded with two straight wins, got the help they needed, and made the playoffs. Yeah, listen. You got just win. It's so simple. Like, it's not complicated. And by the way, if you do win, and then you get 10 days to get ready for Seattle, Seattle's defense giving up 30 points a game the last two months. 
Like, you, just, you know, just, that becomes a, a great return for it, Mike White. All I'm asking right now as a Jet fan is get me to Miami with the season in our yeah, control. Yeah, make it a playoff game. And if we lose the game, look, we'll curse and yell on that following Monday, no doubt. But get to that last game with a shot. It's exciting. That's it. And it's Christmas, and all your dreams will come true. You're just not allowed to share them with anyone, apparently, according to Big Mac. I'll keep your lip tight on all wishes and dreams and hopes. All right, that's where yeah, you live. That's what I was curious if you felt that way. No, I don't. Okay. Because. Fine. I mean, you've had eight dreams, all of them come true. Seven have come true. All right, so the, the eighth, eighth one, one, what's the difference? The eighth one kind of came true. What's the one thing you did with the eighth one that you didn't do with the first it. seven? I announced it. Okay. But to be fair, the first seven, I don't think I was on the radio. So. Oh, it's been that long. That. Well, oh, well, you had one while you were away. I had one I was away, came true. Uh, I had one when I lived in Philadelphia that I was going to get a job at WNEW. happened. Just crazy stuff. Yeah, but the one dream that mattered the most to baseball fans in this town, you got it wrong. Excuse me? You did get it wrong. The one dream that you had. Do I have to yeah. repeat myself? Okay. The one dream that you had yeah. that mattered the most to baseball fans in New York, yeah. you got wrong. How, I don't know how you figure that Aaron out. Aaron Judge but... is not a giant he almost won. And the Jets didn't beat the Vikings. Yeah, I got that one right. No, you didn't. Yeah, but you know why? You know what happened? Why? Your boy effed it up. Your guy. It's always about The guy my you're guy. clamoring for every single week. Yeah. Oh, Mike White, Mike White. One for six in the red zone. Wide open Elijah Moore to win it. Never even looked his way. Your guy. They gave him every freaking opportunity to win that game because of the Illuminati, and your guy messed it up. I, sometimes I don't He's know. He's like a devil. Sometimes I don't know how you and I sound on the air, but two different people yesterday at the Garden came up to me and said, I appreciate how supportive you are of Mike White. Like, am I his agent You're, or something? Yeah, you carry his jock. That's right. That's exactly right. Those okay. people listen to hear the show exactly right. All right. You've, you carry the water for Mike White. Guy's got one win. Ooh, let's build a statue for better him. Better than Zach Wilson. One for six in the red zone. Ooh, let's still build better, a statue still for better him. better than Zach Wilson. Ooh. And I hope I'm wrong tomorrow, but better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's got as many three yard games as he does. Here's Kendrick in <laughs> Suffern. Kendrick, what's up? Gentlemen, today is the darkest day of the year, but they also say that evil lurks in the dark and the evil empire has arrived in Queens. Well played. <laughs> the Carlos Correa signing has officially stamped the Steve Cohen era as the evil empire. And my little two cents here between the Big Mac, Evan debate of the bigger flex, it's the holiday season, boys. Let's all get along and thank the Yankees for their flex because if they didn't flex and get Judge back in the Bronx... He was in San Francisco, and Correa might be in the Bronx today. So thank you, Hal, for flexing your muscles a few weeks ago. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, I think that's very possible. That And I have one question for you guys. Kind of now to that that. We're flexing muscles and shelling out cash. You guys know Pete Alonzo. You've got to know him with the, the comedy tour, whatever you guys do there with the charity. Yeah. He's, like, he's running out every single day in City Field. The least paid player, him and McNeil now. Do you think that's going to bother him this no, year? No, I don't. What do you think Steve is going to do for him and McNeil? And what I, is he going to do? See, it? Steve Cohn is building a track record right now. And one track record he has is he doesn't care what the tax is. He also really is not going to be that loyal to what you've done here because they weren't that interested in bringing Jake back. But fine, debate is over. So based on the track record, 
I think Alonzo and McNeil played out and get the free agency. And then based on, I guess, how they feel about them at the time, we'll see how aggressive they are in bringing them back. Now, would I be a fan of buying out the final two arbitration years for both McNeil and Alonzo and locking them up long-term? Absolutely. I think it'd be great. I would love for this infield to be set for the next decade. Alonzo, McNeil, Lindor, Correa. But I've got no reason to believe that all of a sudden now, they're going to just start buying out the remaining years of contracts. I don't know if that's going no, to happen. I, and I get that. And and listen, I don't think it's going to play out the same way uh, the DeGrom situation did. But I do think you want to take care of your guys earlier than when it comes down to and they can have the, the free reign of choosing Remember this. Remember this, though. There's no reason for Pete Alonso to be upset because there are rules. None of us really understand or like a lot of the rules. I know I don't in regards to when a guy can actually make the big-time dollars. Uh, but they're going to play by the rules, and the question's going to come ultimately, I assume, does Steve Cohen want to do for Pete what the Wilpons did for Reyes and Wright? Or Is Pete the willing Bra- to even do that? Or what the Braves are doing with yeah. all of their young players. If you're Pete Alonzo, you may not want to do that. I, but that's here's what I'd be curious about. From both the side of Pete and the side of the Mets, will they talk? I think they'll have a conversation. Okay. Where are you at? What are you thinking? Because, and I know this. I know that Pete has a very good relationship with Steve Cohen, uh, much like Francisco Lindor does. Degrom did not. Everyone knows that by now. So my gut is that they have a very open dialogue. And if you if you felt the way you felt about Jacob Degrom and your desire at the time for him to stay here, you got to feel the same way about Pete. No, I want Pete back, yeah. but I. I think that the Mets, because look, the DeGrom thing is, it's kind of simple. They didn't want him back. He didn't want to come back. If we all accept that that was the truth here, that the Mets are not that interested in bringing him back. If the Mets are interested in bringing Pete and McNeil back after 2024, like they did with Nimmo, they'll let him test the market, and then they'll get a deal done. If they want him back. Like, they won't be outbid. So, I wouldn't be as scared of Alonzo and McNeil getting a free agency, but... Would I be excited if all of a sudden the next three weeks we hear Pete Alonso's got an eight-year long-term contract with the Mets? That'd be great. Wouldn't shock me. That'd be a good move for everybody. I just don't know if Pete would trade potentially significant sums of money for the long-term safety today. Who knows? Pete Alonso, after arbitration, will likely make, and it's a projection, about $16 million this year, which is not bad. Right, so he's not a pauper. McNeil, on the other hand. you've got guys, you know, he looks around the diamond. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the left side of your infield's making almost a billion. No, I get that. (laughs) Jeff McNeil's going to make about $6.5 million, not nearly as much. All right, was he a year behind him? Uh, no, they're both uh, arbitration. So stadium. why would McNeil make ten million less? Just out of curiosity, because of the system that's used to determine okay. how much guys make. Got it. Home run sell, man. Got it. By the way, before we take a quick break, I do want to acknowledge, if you allow me, that today's the anniversary of the passing of uh, Joe Lem. Uh, Joe was known as the Superman of police officers here for NYPD. Also did a tour of duty overseas, where uh, he uh, sadly lost his life. Uh, I've gotten to know the Lem family, Christine and uh, the kids, and uh, help, as Evan has, you know, uh, support their uh, foundation. And I just didn't want the anniversary of Joseph's uh, passing to go without acknowledging it because it's men and women like Joe who keep our city and country safe. So to the Lem family, who I'm sure she'll struggle with uh, today's date, uh, we love you. We send our thoughts and prayers out to you, and we appreciate you for everything you've done at a very tough time of year for you and your family. And I wish I'd gotten to meet Joseph and everyone that has participated in all their events throughout the year. 
and keep the memory of Joe Lem alive. I love all of you guys as well. And let's just take a moment to acknowledge and honor Joseph Lem and the many men and women who have either protected us wearing the shield here in New York or wearing the flag on their chest uh, overseas. Uh, we miss all of you and think about you this time of year. It's Carton and Roberts on The Fan, WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. You've got uh, Colin Russo, Chris's son, and my son uh, doing uh, what's now a biannual or every other year. Uh, is that biannual? Biannual. Yeah, that works. No, is that? No, that's twice a year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. On every other year? I think, it's bi- I think it work either way. Uh, all right, well, whatever. Biannual. When you say that, it means both. And since it is the holidays and everyone ordered seven pizzas... And I'd like you to collate some of them, so I'll give them out to the guys outside. Whatever. They're already out there. A lot of people have already took a lot of the pizza. Okay, so it's I worked out so. well. Good. Yeah. But uh, my friends at Root Out Whiskey, as they do every holiday season, have stopped by. And uh, Evan, you, I, and the guys should at least have a celebratory a little pop before we skedaddle for course. the holidays. Not should only not? for the holidays, but for Carlos Correa. And for Carlos Correa. Yeah. Uh, RootOutWhiskey.com. No E in whiskey because it's Canadian. So there's no E in whiskey. There's no E in this there's whiskey. W-H-I-S-K-Y. I don't claim to know what it's all about. Coming to get your shot glasses, will you? All right. Are you going to bring me the shot or I have to no, get you, up? You can walk seven steps, can't you? Yeah, I don't know. You can't, you lazy, fat bastard. All right. Let's make him do it in the uh, boxing gloves. Let's meet halfway. Thank you, Uncle Craig. All By right. the way, uh, your son and Colin, perfect tomorrow because Colin's a Jaguar fan. Your son's a Jet fan. Perfect. Yeah. By the way, I've heard that that he's a, a legit Jaguar. I fan. I remember that from the last time they were on. He's a Jaguar fan. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, in Yiddish we say Jendan. It's, Jendan. A Yiddish, uh, it's a Yiddish phrase. McMonagle knows about it. And so those of you who are listening, driving home, lad, tonight, who may uh, get to enjoy the next couple days with your family. Obviously, Christmas over the weekend. We wish you nothing but uh, health and prosperity going into the new year. Well, we say, and we, we say cheers to all of in you. In the Roberts household, we say salud. Salud. There salud. you go. Salud. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Whoa. All right. Root beer flavored whiskey. I like mm. it. Mm. That's, a, that's a good shot. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, let's do another one. Scallywag. <laughs> Oh, what does scallywag mean? <laughs> scallywag is from Mrs. Doubtfire. No, I know that. Why do you ask? Well, we had this whole scallywag. It's not a pirate thing. It absolutely is. It's from Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't want to get back into this with you. It's a pirate thing. Oh, scallywag. Yeah, right. What kind of voice do you think he's putting on there? <laughs> an old grandma's uh, yeah, An, an old uh, democratic... Uh, uh, what? Where are you going with that? <laughs> well, that's what it was, right? It was like a southern... Oh, yeah, southern democratic Pel- Baptist, yeah, something Political other. guy who didn't was against slavery that or something. That was good, though. I enjoyed that. And uh, to everyone's uh, your health and good fortune in the new year, Kenny is in Massapequa Park. Kenny, what's going on? Hey, what's happening, fellas? Congratulations to the Mets. What's yeah, up? Who's the next signing? Mrs. Mets' sister? <laughs> I mean, you know, nah. hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know, you know, I mean, you know, some, I get it. Some teams, and, and God bless them, you know, big Drace fan here. Uh. We just let go of this clown Dansby squad. Yeah, that douche glad he's gone. Screw him. The, the Cubs, the, screw Swanson. We got Grissom. Yeah. Right? We got home golf talent. Yeah. And I'm not a bit of Mets, I'm not a bit of Brace fan at all because we got our championship two years ago, and that'll last me for a little while, or last year, 21. It'll last me for a little while. But but my question is to you guys is, 
what or who was the last, here's a trivia question. Yeah. Homegrown to get into the Hall of Fame. As what? As a Met? Who's that last guy? As a Met. For the Mets. Tom Seaver. As a Met. Who is the last homegrown Tom, Tom, Tom Seaver? Tom Seaver. Now, hopefully, hopefully, Jacob DeGrom gets to the Hall of Fame. He'll have to enhance that with Texas. Um, hopefully, Pete Alonso will get to the Hall By of the Fame. Way, you someday. know, he would be the final straw for DeGrom. What's that? He gets into the Hall of Fame. Mm hmm. And he goes, I want to go to the Ranger. Yeah, well, he doesn't have now, much choice anymore. Now, it's not his anymore. choice. <laughs> yeah, Wade Boggs ruined that for everybody. May I ask something, Kenny? What's the point of your question? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to call you any names. I'm, I'm going to be very sweet no, now. No, no, but no, what's no. the point? Like, what are you trying to do? You trying to bring up the fact the Mets have done a terrible job of developing and then keeping their guys? Because if that's your point, I agree with you. So I don't know what you're getting at. That that is that is kind of a point, yes, but I'm I'm being facetious. Well, yeah, but here, no, no, in all, ser- in all seriousness, in, thank you, Kenny. In all seriousness, Jay, what I love, what you, I, okay, I what I love holiday. about this team, besides yes, they're spending a lot of money, is that Pete Alonso, the slugging first baseman, homegrown, Jeff McNeil, the reigning and defending batting crown champ in the NL, homegrown. The center fielder that we love and adore, homegrown. Hopefully. The catcher, Francisco Alvarez, homegrown. The emergence of Brett Beatty, homegrown. So, yeah, they bought a lot of guys, but I can go bring up the Phillies if you'd like. Nick Castellanos, bought. Kyle Schwarber, bought. Bryce Harper, bought. Zach Wheeler, bought. And by the way, I don't mean any disrespect to the Phillies. It's, it is what it is. I don't care how you build the team, but the Mets have done a pretty good job over the last few years, not in their history, but have done a good job in their last few years of developing some of these guys who are a big part of this team. What? What are you shaking your head about? I don't understand how the news keeps saying that the first legal dispensary right. for legal recreational marijuana Starts December 29th. <laughs> I don't understand how that's maybe, possible. Maybe in New York and you've been in Jersey? Um, Is that it? Because they've legalized you using a marijuana but not purchasing it no, from stores. And there's a difference between medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. This is recreational marijuana. And they keep saying. On the news today. Oh, they're right. That it doesn't start until December 29th. Because I looked it up. Here's what's happened. New York legalized the recreational use of cannabis yes. last year. So that's not a problem you're allowed to Possession, smoke weed. up to three Edibles, ounces bit. Right. allowed. Okay? Right, you can yeah. go to this, a dispensary in okay. New York yeah. with a medical card. That's different. Medical right. and recreational are different. You were not allowed to have retail sales until this given date they're talking about, December 29th. Wrong. No, the right. That's what I've read. Wrong. What? I, that couldn't be wronger. Where are you buying weed? I'm not. Okay, That's not where, my thing. Where is your friend? <laughs> where is your buddy buying weed? I mean, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I you know I don't want to say anything because I don't want the place to get shut He's down. He's saying a lot right now. Well, I'm just saying like that's just not factual. No, it is factual. I've looked it up. No, no. It's not factual. Okay, if they bought it, they weren't allowed to sell it because retail oh, sales no, no. aren't allowed. They're to... selling it. Yeah, but it's not allowed. Uh, Why are you burping again? It's, by the way, Blaming I mean, me. it's not like it's, you know, in an alleyway. There's a storefront, many of them. Yeah. 
so my friends tell me, <laughs> who may have been there today. <laughs> today? Are you thinking about the buses that drive by? That's no, solid? that's BS. The, the weed mobile is nonsense. There's no weed in it. It's one of the biggest scams uh, in New York history. That green van. Right. You know what I There's saw no last THC night in any of their products. You know it's what I joke. saw last night outside Madison Square Garden. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. true story. So I'm driving by and I hear this loud sound, and it was this van that was telling the story of Hanukkah and handing out free menorahs, and it was like a mobile, like a like a bus that would drive by and very loudly gave you the story of Hanukkah and would hand out menorahs. I never saw that before. No, that's lovely. By you the had way, no idea what I just said. No idea. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like a great story. What was it about? Uh, give me, it's give about me. Hanukkah. Oh, good job. And the Festival of Lights. <laughs> good job. What happened was our people were escaping the Pharaoh of Egypt, and we thought we only had enough oil to last one night. And there was a great concern about what are we going to do for heat. Right. And amazingly, through the grace of God, the oil that was only supposed to last one night lasted eight nights. Yeah. And it was a miracle. And we celebrate that miracle by lighting a different candle Every night for eight nights. Yeah. And that's what Hanukkah No, I is. learned that because that's what the bus was saying. I don't know where all saying. the gifts came in. I don't understand that part of it. That was Probably just to compete with Christmas. a secularizing of it. That yeah. was a competing with Christmas. Thing. Now, so my buddy, uh, Ari Ash here, he's on the uh, OpenAI, you know, the chat thing I told you about, the artificial intelligence. Yes. So he, he asked uh, Chad GPT to write a script about Evan Roberts carrying Mike White's Josh Trap. <laughs> Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to WFN. I'm Evan Roberts, and I've got a special guest with me in studio today. Pause for dramatic effect. It's none other than the jockstrap of Jets quarterback Mike White. That's right. The man himself has entrusted me, Evan Roberts, with his prized possession. Let me tell you, folks, it's quite a sight to behold. Oh, this is great. This is crazy. I'm going to uh, retweet so you guys can read it for yourself. Good job, Ari. <laughs> That's that great. is pretty good. Oh, it's fantastic. I tell you that, you know, people talk about, you know, you're worried about TikTok, right? Well, it's spying on us yeah. and infiltrating our kids. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm open good. Open AI is a much bigger threat to us than, than the Chinese with TikTok. How's that? People will start to rely on the artificial intelligence to do work, to learn things for historical references, mm -hmm. because it's right now, and I've seen it and I've used it, it's beyond anything I could comprehend. No joke, it's, it's phenomenal, all right? But ultimately, you start relying on it. You start not fact-checking it. You start just regurgitating whatever it tells you, right? And that's how you get indoctrinated into things that aren't real. Uh, OpenAI, well, as cool as it is, and who, it's badass. Who runs OpenAI? Do we know? Who's who's behind it? Who's the fact, hand behind um, it? It's a private, it's a privately uh, it, owned company. Is it, is it the Chinese government? It's not the Chinese government. Uh, they're doing it with TikTok. It's not the Chinese okay, government. Okay, you laugh about it now, yeah. but when your precious TikTok is gone, because it's been thrown off the face of the earth. You'll and you know, Sunday's one of the biggest days in New York uh, for uh, Chinese restaurants. Yes, I've heard that. I don't know if you knew that or not. I've heard that, yes. No, it is. It's no, a big I, thing I for, uh, for Jewish people. Movies as well. Uh, it's usually movie, yep. Chinese food. Yep. That's a very big deal on uh, Christmas Day. Will you be doing that on Christmas Day? Uh Yes and no. Okay. My kids want me to go see Avatar. I reminded them that it's a football Sunday. Yeah, it is a football so Sunday. I know there's only three games on Sunday. And only one game really And Avatar is like a three-hour thing. And while I'll probably go see it, I'm not seeing it on Christmas Day. Is it 3D? 
Uh, no, I don't think the so. The original Avatar I saw, I remember seeing that three days. I mean, yeah, maybe there's a version of it. I'm unaware. I mean, I guess no. maybe there's a version. I actually had a guy call me at like 4 o'clock in the morning on Saturday you morning. see it? <clears throat> and he was just leaving the theater of a 12 o'clock showing. Was he high? I don't know. No, apparently not. You, they don't start yeah. selling until December 29th. <laughs> Unless, but he told me he went to on one of those. Avenue. He told me he went to one that they didn't have to wear glasses, but he went to one of those theaters that have like the the speakers in the. Oh, like the IMAX job. Yeah, and he said they even like during the water parts they sprayed water. Well, on you know what that is? That. No, 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 that's that's 4D. That's 4D. Yeah. And I was gonna yep. say 4D is the future, bro. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 4D existed when I was a kid. Doesn't matter. Not as good though. They not had, as good they had as this. 4D where. They had things like a skunk or farts or whatever, and it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, like scratch and sniff. Stop it. What, that's what it was. That's what you're comparing no, it to. But it was in a movie theater. Yeah, but also oh, in a movie 3D. And, and if you ever went to see, um, what should we call it, at the midnight showing, yo, you'd have people right, but hold on, hold on. lotion just on because, you. Just because it happened Rocky a long time ago. Show? Rocky Horror Picture. Oh, hold on, yeah. hold on. Just because it happened a long time ago yeah. doesn't mean it's not going to work. 3D came out 100 years ago. You know that. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not new. Yeah, but no, but 3D took off in the last 15 I years. Hate 3D. I hate 3D. No, you may glasses. hate it, but just because it was around for a long time, it yeah. started to hit its mark. Really, over you the last so? decade and a half. Yeah, because no, more movies. Not really, though. No, it really has. I think virtual many, reality is bigger than 3D. No, no, but hold on. How many movies in the early 90s could you go see in 3D? Not a lot. None. Not a lot. But yet, in the last 15 years, a lot of movies are. It's an option. Yeah, listen, I don't deny it's not so VR is bigger. Though, but even though 3D was around for 100 years, yeah. it still didn't take off until right. recent time. You're right. And I think 4D is the exact same way. You're right. Thank you. I'm right. I will stop there. I mean, there. 4D is never going to take over, take over. Well, not like take fully over. immersive 4D, uh, maybe, but it'll be through VR. I don't think it'll be in the theater. Without, I mean, you might have the VR goggles on. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm with you on that. That I hasn't really it. taken off either. Though, VR, has it? it has with the like Oculus, like in-home VR. Has. Yeah, but do you remember during the NBA? Because I know um, we like box. I'm um, trying to get that QB one game because that looks pretty cool. All right. Yeah, but do you remember during the NBA uh, bubble? Yes. They were kind of selling you on, hey, put the goggles yeah, on, and it'll feel, like, commercial, yeah. it'll feel like you're at the game. Well, here we are two years later. Does anyone have that? No, because they go to the game. Right. Right. But they thought that was going to stick. That was going to be the future. I, I've done that, though. It's pretty cool. So how come it hasn't taken off, though? Uh, well, the goggles are expensive. Uh, then the package, the, license, well, the um, monthly fee for the rights to the game, it's not every game. So you may not want to see the game see, that's got I, the 3D. I would be intrigued by it because like a night like tonight, I cannot go to the Nets game as much as I want to. My yeah. wife laid down well, the you, order, and I appreciate it. it. You'd love it. I would love it on a night like tonight where I'm home, but yeah. I can still feel like I'm at the game. Yeah, but that bother, that would piss your wife off. What? Even when you're here, you're not here. It's the old Mr. Mom thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Stu Finer's on the line. Happy Hanukkah, Stu. Happy Hanukkah to both of you. Merry Christmas. Hey, God I, got, bless I, got and, real, I got a real problem with you, Stuart. Go. Uh, I follow you on Twitter, as you know. Yes. I love you, as you know. Thank you. And on, in one post I see you right on Twitter, and I can't use all the words, you're a real bleepity bleep if you go to see Avatar, and then 48 hours later you're like, just saw Avatar. <laughs> what? <laughs> that happened? And I'm like, um, I saw, first of all, hi, Evan, I love you. Um, first of all, yes, absolutely, definitively, 100%, <laughs> he's accurate and correct. You don't even need to fact check him. But it was only for <laughs> to get a shock value and a laugh, and it got a 1,000 likes, and it got 80 retweets, and okay. that's what I do. That's it. So okay, in other then. words, it was just it. simply a joke, a plain and simple joke. I saw it, uh, Avatar opened Friday night, but I saw it Wednesday afternoon, uh, 3D, IMAX, 
wearing glasses. It was absolutely phenomenal. One of the greatest visual experiences really? wow. I've ever had. I wait, only hold, had. Hold to, on, time out. You saw IMAX and 3D. It is 3D IMAX. Yes, it is. it's the Got only it. way to see it. There is no other way to see it. I don't it. like those so, glasses, man. I no, can't but stand I, 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 Stu, before you continue, I think he's right because I saw the original Avatar. Yeah, it it can only be amazing in 3D. Like yeah. there are certain Correct. movies Correct. where it's got to be 3D. All right. Absolutely, and and just the visual effects are amazing. But there was like six trailers uh, prior to the movie, yeah. and Tom Cruise shows you. Not on, not in 3D IMAX regular. Um, how amazing he is! He yeah. did a stunt in the movie. I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh! He leaps off a bridge, Evan, and dives like thousands of feet. Where if he didn't pull the parachute, he's dead. So, if anything goes wrong, he's dead. And it was exhilarating. Oh my gosh! He put out a video. I'll show Tevin during the break. Where number one, he jumps out of the helicopter on camera. He's talking to the camera. But uh, today. It's like a five-minute-long video, Evan, where they built this huge ramp over just a, like a thousand-foot drop, like Stu's talking about. In the, the middle of nowhere, Evan, they must have spent $5 million oh, building easy. this prop. So, it was crazy. He's on a motorcycle. The motorcycle goes off on the jump. He lets go of the bike. He's got a parachute on his back, and obviously a lot of things could go wrong. He's 60 years old. And he does it himself mm. and did six takes of it. Wow. It's crazy. Now, so I got it. We're up against about uh, right, you I love and your you. family. God bless you. Thank you. Have love a you. great, great rest of Hanukkah and amazing New Year. I'm sure I'll talk to you. But as always, all my best. Happy New Year. Thank you for your friendship. means the world. Love you. All right. Goodbye. That's uh, Stu Finer. I'm definitely going to see Avatar during our you vacation. Would. Well, what's wrong with that? I don't know. I would. Yeah, you're damn right I am. You're like three and a half hours, no crying kids. They, uh, all right, no do, they, do they show it in 4D? Like, is that an option? 4D, no. 4D is not, not a real thing, dude. Uh, it is a... Th it's not a real thing. Oh, my God. It's not. China's not spying on us with TikTok. Correct. And 4D is not a real thing. Anything else you'd like to tell um, me, Mr. You're going to be in East Bum F, uh, Carolina. You think they've got a 4D theater? Or do they got a couple homeless guys in the aisles throwing water at you when they jump into the Blue Lagoon? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, what are you act yeah. like North oh, It's 4D. I just got wet. Uh, I take that, by the way. Yeah, I take you, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway. I'd sign for that. <laughs> That'd be awesome, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think Stu told uh, Tommy offline he was buying me a Can-Am Spider. So I appreciate that. That's nice. That's a good friend right there. You know, I like the black on black one of your... That's a yeah. great deal. Look at it. Shop yeah, is that nice of him to buy me yeah, a can of spider? Sweet of him, yeah. Well, three-wheeled, on-road riker. He did say he loves you. I mean, he should show the love. Yeah, I mean, the last guy that loved me got me a Ford F-150, and then, you know, we got divorced. But <laughs> I think Stu and I are together for the long haul. I only love you enough to get you cookies. <laughs> and bad cookies at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, break? Breaky break? All right. I guess we'll take a quick break, and then uh, we'll take more of your calls. Of course, the big news. Carlos Correa is a Met. The Yankees introduce uh, Joe Judge. Real quick. Excuse me. Back. Hold on, hold on. Joe, I, so Aaron Judge. Yeah, you want to fix that? I apologize. Yeah. Joe Ooh, Judge. That would suck. Aaron Judge. Uh, Big Mac, going to give you the break to come up with the answer. We got to promise no cheating. Okay. You promise no cheating? Yeah. I can't me, promise let, I'll come up with the answer. Well, let then, me but... say I promise no cheating. I promise no cheating. All right. Back to, it's a multiple uh, question. Okay. It's like back to school. I only have one question. Okay. With 17 subparts. Okay. Aaron Judge, the what number captain in Yankee history? Okay. And name the last 10 in order. Oh, he's got no shot. 
Well, he's I a, know right now he's a 16. He's a diehard Yankee fan. You think he's going to name 15 captains? No, 10. He's got to give me 10. Oh, just the I got I want the last 10, no cheating, after the break. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So for those of you that thought that the Yankees are just going to sit back and let the New York Mets uh, take over New York City with Carlos Correa, I would tell you that that's not the case. What are you going to do? That's not the case. What? There's a player that's about to become a Yankee. Yeah, we got a Yankee. There's a trade that's about to happen Don't mess with, with me. the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this player before you got tipped off to the um, trade? Only because his name came up within the last month. Prior to that, I'd never Brian heard of him. Brian Reynolds. The Yankees are about to make a trade. Is it Brian Reynolds? Ball. Pittsburgh Pirates or Yankee uh, Pirate and action? Brian Ryan Reynolds may be the guy. <laughs> the Yankees and the Pirates might be talking. Stop, come on. To bring Brian Reynolds home. <laughs> Where are you getting this from? It's beginning to look a lot like Reynolds is coming to the Bronx. Oh, you're getting them excited, Craig. Is that a guy you might want? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, pretty, he's pretty much the, the best case scenario, barring something really crazy. Yeah. Uh, playing left field, yeah. I have been told from someone in the know just during that commercial break, it's beginning to look a lot like Reynolds. The, the asking is price has been rumored to be crazy. Brunch. You have any word on who they're giving up? They have to give up one of their best prospects. Oh, no doubt. Is it Peraza or Volpe? That I can't. I, I, don't, I don't think the they'd give up Volpe. I, I, I just don't think don't they know. would. I think so, it could be either Peraza or Dominguez. So what do you, what do you exactly okay. have that you're sharing with the audience? It's look a lot like Reynolds you know. is coming to <laughs> the Bronx. You're a bad guy. Just <laughs> a bad guy. The deal's not done just yet. Oh, no? Is it close? Are they on the five-yard line? They're on the five-yard line. Really? But Mike White's the quarterback. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> First down, second down, third down. All gas, no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> The first down play was a pass yeah. to Josh Donaldson. It was dropped. The second down play was a handoff to Aaron Hicks. He got stuffed. The third yes. down play, though, that's the tricky one. Yeah, well, anyway, that's uh, apparently that's what's going on. No guarantee. I'm not saying it's happening, but I can tell you that the Yankees and Pirates have had conversations, recent conversations, regarding the uh, trade for Brian Reynolds. That. I know that the asking price uh, is very high. Well, it should be. He's got three um, years of team control, and he, just because yeah. he demanded a trade doesn't mean the Pirates are going to give him up, but that's the kind of deal. There you go. Obviously not knowing who the Yankees have given up, which is significant, that's the kind of deal that would excite the Yankee fan base, no rightfully doubt. so. No doubt. So if the Yankees wound up, again, I know who they have to give up, and I'm not saying it's happening. I just know that they're, I've been told they're actively talking. Okay. Uh, if you got Reynolds, you got Rodon, and you bring Judge back, that's a good Is that an A off season? Yeah, I mean, it's an A off season. Yeah, but you're asking a guy who grades Cashman an A no matter what he does. Oh, stop. What is true? That's not true. So like, true. Did Teachers you heard me last year when they, when Correa went to the to the Twins and that 
trading for Donaldson allowed that to happen, I went nuts. Whatever you say. Okay. I mean... No, now you're just not being fair. You're a bad guy. <laughs> you're yelling at everybody. Uh, I'm not yelling. I'm oh, calm. yeah, you are. Evan's had, a, Evan's had a very interesting day here today. Folks. I've had an eventful day. Evan's I don't had take, a very interesting day. 2023 I, is going to be the year of the Evan. I don't take crap. If you say stuff that's not true, I'm going to correct yeah, you. So, like, I don't even know what the argument was about, and I don't care that much. But the fact that you were having a sports argument about John Maine, and it got to the point where you call the nether coworker stupid. Craig, 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 Craig. My coworker, my dear coworker. Because we made up, but my coworker said John Maine was a more clutch pitcher than Jacob Degrom. I had to take him out to the. That's what show. bothered you. It was stupid. See you later, S and Y. Dumb comment. Thank you for everything. It was dumb. Yeah. So I had to correct him, and I called him out and said, "Tell me how John Maine pitched in the playoffs specifically. I want to hear it." And so it was a. It was very entertaining. You would have liked it. Not the baseball part. The but yelling. It, it was part. like serious. Like personal, he put his finger in his face, yeah, and said, oh, "Come on, yeah," and said, "Evan, you, who you are you?" I was angry. He you was said something stupid, and until you admit that you're stupid, I'm not talking to you. But you know what was great, Big That's Mac? In Big Mac's defense, Big Mac the entire time was defending me and trying to talk uh, Gallo down, saying Evan's right. You know, just well, that is right. true. Yeah, just say you're wrong. He was all Gallo. my just say you're wrong, dude. You're very wrong here. So and that, I, and by then way, you felt so bad it. about it, you gave him the olive oil I gave you. And, and the vinegar. And that's what made it even worse, because you had someone in your like, corner there. You didn't need to go yeah, to the levels and you And not went. just that. If you had just given him the olive oil, uh, courtesy of my dear friends at Costa Rica, yeah. um, that's one thing. I have plenty of it. But you gave him the vinegar, too. I just didn't. How do that's I say this? That's such a guilty Craig, thing. it's not as much guilt as it is. I love you. I really do. I, I genuinely love you. I, I mean that. I say so many positive things to you. About my wife, uh, to my wife about you. Thank I really you. mean it. Likewise, I don't know about that. Anyhow, sounded right. <laughs> I didn't want what you gave me. Wow. I had no use. That's for just it. you lashing out because of the cookies. That's all that is. <laughs> That's just uh, cookie remorse. I feel You're just bad lashing out. Like I really like, do. You have no use for olive oil I have and no, vinegar. No use for it. Why, Jose would use it. You're right. On my part, that was a little selfish. I should have run yeah. back for him. But I looked at it and it's said, Mediterranean olive oil. This is more for me to carry home. I'm good. It's too much to carry You're home. not walking home, bro. You're going outside to the parking garage. So I figured, why not <laughs> one of the underappreciated co workers? So yeah, I had yeah. a verbal assault on, but he works his ass off and he gets treated far worse by Boomer on a daily basis. So my one screaming match with him is far little compared to that. I wanted to give him something. Do you think the morning guys give him anything? Probably not. So let me take care of him. I would say probably not as accurate. Exactly. So yeah. don't you support well, my decision? invite him to their uh, he, team he, uh, dinner. Yes, he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. All right, <laughs> so do you want me to give you these, the captains, before you uh, yeah, I'm go sorry, to the we bathroom? Yeah, I'm sorry. We got to, uh, uh, let me just real fast. The countdown to 1,800 hours is brought to you by 1,800 Tequila. Whether it be 6 p.m. or 1,800 hours, 1,800 Tequila redefines tequila time. 1,800 Tequila, the best taste in tequila. 1,800 tequila, 40% alcohol by volume. Proximo Spirits, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please celebrate responsibly. So here's the deal. I've got this bottle of Root Out Root Beer Flavored Whiskey, uh, which probably I shouldn't have mentioned right after a read for 1,800. Uh, <laughs> but I apologize if it happens to be sitting next to me. So I'm going to put that to the side. I'm going to give you a bottle of 1,800 tequila. I have it in my drawer in my office. 800 is the best tequila you can possibly get with so many amazing oh. <laughs> varieties, right? Yes. Um, are you ready, Big Mac? And just be honest, did you cheat? 
No. You swear? Yes. I, All right. Because I don't. I didn't get to ten, so I know I didn't cheat. Oh, you I, did not get to ten. I don't did think you I did. Get no. to 10. No, no. It's in his defense. I have, I have ten guys, but I don't right, have. Let's hear the ten guys go. All right. Anyway, so Judge. Yes. Jeter. Mattingly. Yeah, hold yep. on. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, he's so Judges, far three yes, for three. Cheater, yes. Mattingly, yes. He's three for three. This is no. who he's getting tripped up. Watch. Willie Randolph. Sort yes, of, but wrong order. Sort of. Oh, I'm sorry. Sort of is a, yeah. No, 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 it's not wrong. It's sort of. Okay, I understand. Ron Guidry. Yes. yes. Got them both. That's five. They were co-captains. Hang on. You are halfway home. He's got no shot. Greg Nettles. Yes, That's that a good pull. Six. I didn't think he was getting that good pull. Go to seven. He got seven. Seven's easy. Thurman Munson. Okay. Seven for seven. Now, can he get to eight? Well, eight's Lou Gehrig. Eight for so eight. So you knew there was like a 40-year gap. I knew Lou Gehrig and then Thurman Munson, yes. Wow. Right, now, the next one you're not going to get. That's it. I, don't, I, I right, know, so Babe, I know I, Babe Ruth was a captain. Right, I don't so think I it was right I can't name the rest of them. I can name a, I can name a bunch of them. A guy you shouldn't know, Everett Scott, was a shortstop for the Yankees in the yeah. teens into the 20s. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to excuse you on that one. Okay. I'm going to grant you nine at Babe Ruth. There's one other he should know. Yeah. Now, I'm going to excuse you not knowing Roger Peckinpah. No, he yeah. should have known Peckinpah. He would not have gotten Peckinpah. Why not? Who else he should he know? You think he should know my guy, a guy yes. I brought up on this show? Yes. A guy I've brought up on he, this show? He, uh... Oh. Uh, a guy I've brought up Pee-wee, on this show? Uh, oh. Pee-wee. Get out of here. What? Kiwi, Kiwi, what? Kiwi Wheeler? Keeler, Keeler. What? So well, I'm not saying the name right. Hold I have second, it on the tip of my tongue. You're going to miss Frank Chance. Yeah. First baseman, turn of the century. Yeah. You're going to miss Hal Chase. Uh, first baseman as well. Take us to Everson yeah. Chance. There you go. But who's Pee-wee the Keeler. outfielder? What? I know, I, I'm, for some reason, I want to think uh, the little on. guy, Pee Wee Willie Keeler. <laughs> He's so close. Wee we Willie, Willie Keeler. Ah, Wee Willie Keeler. That's pretty close. His last yeah. name's Keeler. It was pretty close. I said killer, exactly. Well, like, I got the <laughs> nickname, Wee Willie. That's pretty good. That's not bad. You, you know what? If you can get to Gehrig and know that there's that big uh, kind of deal between, that's not, bad. that's not bad. Uh, I'm sure I'll be yelled at by Yankee fans. What? Outside of the fact that there were so many stars, mm-hmm. why was there no captain in the 50s? That's a great question. I, I, don't, I mean, Yogi Berra would thought, have been a good captain. I'm not positive on this, but I always assume that the pick? thought... Joe no, D, the, I imagine, No, right? the thought was Lou Gehrig died of this horrible disease. He's the last Yankee captain. Oh, okay. I always thought, and then George brought it back with Thurman. But I think the thought was, is that we're going to leave it. Our captain died. We're going to leave Lou Gehrig as the Yankee captain. Yeah, because okay. there's no I other mean, reason to go between, you know, 1939 to the late 70s before you name a captain, especially when you had dynastic teams. Your teams have oh, won a lot. My, if uh, Joe DiMaggio wasn't a captain, there never was one. Yogi like, Berra. You know, yeah, Could have been a captain. Berra. I mean, theory, I mean, you've got. Eight guys, right, from the fifties teams that could have been captains. Yeah. So, well, Mickey's not a captain. Oh, stop it! Mickey's, Mickey's not. Mickey a was a captain. Are oh, you yeah. serious right now? Mickey's not a captain. Are you serious right now? No, nah, because he, Bro, he's one of the great teammates to ever live. Okay, he's not a captain. Yes, he was a captain. Why? Because he liked to, you know, drink they and all, carouse. They all carouse. They all, they all did. That's what they did. He's not a captain. Oh, stop it! He was beloved by his team. <laughs> and I'll tell you something else. Yeah. Willie Mays was a lot better. Oh, now, going, now, uh, now you just start I'm arguing. I'm going on vacation in a now. Send me your angry tweets. Yeah, now you just start. I mean, fight. I'll say this. Mickey Mantle wasn't a pimple on the fan oh, of Willie Mays. Stop uh, guys will give you their picks on the Jet game and the Giant game, plus, I guess, one other game for the weekend. I guess you have to do that today, right? No, I think. Uh, Evan's out. I think we're going to have Evan call in tomorrow's show. He's on vacation. He's not calling in. 
<laughs> stop. Let's, let's not be crazy. He's with his family tomorrow. Okay. His family's already pissed at him. He's not calling in. How did you know they were pissed? Yeah, just just do the picks tonight so he can enjoy North Carolina, right? It's bad enough he's got to go on a White House tour I mean, tomorrow. you guys have a two-and-a-half-hour show. You really need more of me. No, I just okay. thought that. I mean, you want to do picks today? Hey, What's the and difference? trust me, our audience I'll go for wants three no matter a break what from me at this point. Yes. Uh, you got Sonny Carton and Colin Russo tomorrow, two to four. And then you've got Big Mac and Tommy taking you home. Uh, from 4 to 6.30, uh, some picks and something else, whatever the guy's got. Coming up right after this, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.